School is back in session. Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. So we back, y'all. We back with another episode. episode. Yo, we are on episode 15. 15. We've really been knocking these things out since episode 10. I don't don't, don't know how our our listeners are taking this thing, but like we're really working hard to put out this content for y'all. We are, we are. I don't want y'all to think I don't want y'all to think it's a drag like it's not a drag we love doing this but like we really we really working hard to put this content out for y'all so I'm really excited we putting we putting the series on hold for a little bit how how y'all feeling about the courtship series how y'all feeling about this series we've been doing first of all I think it's been lit and what solidified it for me was when Pastor Ryan started talking about Jacob and Laban <laughs> on Sunday. And I was like, you in here, Pastor Ryan? Like, you in here? You know what we talking about? No, for real. Because he started talking about it, I was like, I know we were definitely just talking about this. Yes. Two days ago. And that, for me, was just like, okay, that's confirmation that clearly there's a connection. There's something happening. We're, doing, we're putting out some good content right there. That was a stamp of approval for Pastor Ryan, in my right. opinion. And then God, and that God's leading us too, you know. Absolutely. The, the, the Holy Spirit is connecting with all of this. Absolutely. So, so like I said, we putting we put in the courtship series on hold just for a little bit because for a lot of people, we back to school. We never left. For those of our listeners who don't know, Brandy's just starting nursing school. So it's already been it's already been something, hasn't it? <laughs> huh, I'm about to shave my hair. Uh- <laughs> and then Joe's been in school. She hasn't left for real. So I really haven't. School's year round for me. Yeah. But it's all going to be worth it in the end, though. So. Of course, of course. When I get that degree, when hey, I get man. that license, hey God, we love it. We love it here. So really, like. All, and then all the kids going back to school. I think EBR Parish just went back to school this week. No, I'm a little baby. Like y'all, all y'all in first day. The school pictures look so cute. Oh, for real, like everybody been posting their kids' pictures. My coworker, her two kids went back to school this week. Our friends' kids went back to school this week. Like everybody's got their first day of school fits on. Yeah, y'all remember that first day of school, y'all? Man, how we used to prepare the night before we used to put our clothes and shoes on the bed and just be, just, just be waiting to put it on the next day. Nah, can we talk about like that week or two before school starts where they like, hey, we gotta you gotta start getting your bed early to get oh, ready. Yeah, for what is that about? What is going? What is you gotta start? You gotta. My mom used to say you gotta practice going to bed early so you don't have to get up in the morning for school. What does that mean? It's right. resetting your clock. That's like a legit thing. So when you, when your body gets used to waking up and going to sleep at a certain time, 
naturally you wake up at that specific time. So you ever notice that sometimes you'll go to sleep. It doesn't matter how late you go to sleep. You always wake up at a specific time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a, that's a, a body clock that you got going on. So if you want to prepare yourself to go to school, you have to get that rhythm back. You can't be going to bed at 10 o'clock and waking up at 12 o'clock and expect to do the same thing the next day or expect to do something different the next day. Cause then you're going to be cranky and mad and parents don't want to deal with that. That's really what it is. Time, so. Right. So really your body has to be reset. So that way when you wake up or when you go to bed, your body's naturally going to wake you up at whatever time it is that you have to get ready for school. I guess. I guess. That's why they do that, kids. So yeah, psychology. Go ahead and practice going to bed early now. Right. So I you can get up to school in the morning. Because I don't think I don't think everybody's back. Because like, yo, remember when we used to not go back until like after Labor Day? Yeah, when we started school in September. Yup. I don't think I've ever started in September. But we also got out at the end of June. Yeah, that's true. Like we actually waited for summer to start because summer starts what June twenty first or something. Yeah. Oh, that was y'all up north. We always yeah, got out in May. So to be fair, our school district was like very Jewish heavy. So not only did we start in September, but like we got out for all the Jewish holidays, which is probably yeah. why we got out so late. Think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we followed, was making we up those days. That's really what it was because like the seasons fall starts in September. Yeah. So we just followed the calendar for the seasons. Uh-huh. That's it. We had a real it. summer because we actually started with school. Yeah. But yeah, y'all, let's 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 talk about some some back to school things. Like like what 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 would be let's see, because for us we're we're all like college slash post grad situations. Mm-hmm. So I guess we could start there really. What 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 kind of things for you, Joe? Because I know you've been you've been pretty much doing this. For a good minute now this post-grad situation mm-hmm. so what are some of the things you feel like people need to know as a post-grad like what what are you what are they getting into first of all as a post-grad so i can talk about two two different experiences because obviously when i first came here i started out in law school right and now um in my master's which is completely online so those experiences are like vastly different. Um, one, the fact that it's a, a doctorate degree versus a master's degree. So the program is like way more intense. Um, but uh, when it came to the whole postgrad situation, I kind of like slightly had an expectation that it would be the same, but it really isn't, especially... And it might be different from other post-grad programs, but law school was no joke as far as like studying time and, you know, just the way, the way that you say, like, I feel like I had to like relearn how to be a student almost because like in college, of course, like I studied and, and, you know, I I passed the test and I did pretty well in my undergraduate career and I still, still did good in, in, um, in law school, it was just that, you know, like you had study groups. I really didn't do that in undergrad. And this was like, it almost was like mandatory. It was like, you were not going to pass without having like some type of study group. 
Um, the way you did your notes was different. Like, and then the worst part about law school, and it might be like that for other uh, postgraduates, but the worst part is like your only grade is the exam. So no matter what you did throughout the entire semester, no classwork, no homework, no nothing equates to anything. The only thing that matters is what you put on that last exam. And that was nerve wracking to spend the entire semester and then get to this exam and fail. You know, that was a lot for a lot of people and it created a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. Um, so that in itself was a hurdle to get used to. And then learning how to write differently was also a big thing when it came to law school. Like I, in undergrad, I took a lot of writing classes. Like I almost, I almost did a creative writing minor, but I took a lot of writing classes. I did creative writing. I did, um, poetry. I did a couple of writing classes. So I'm used to fluff. I'm used to telling a story. I'm used to like, there's a beginning, a middle and an end. So when I got to law school and I wrote like that, they was like, oh no, you need like writing tutoring. And I was like, why? Like, I'm a writer. Like, what you mean I need writing tutoring? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm built for this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized it's because of the way that I, I wrote. When it comes to law school, you have to get straight to the point. What is the issue? How do you solve it? I didn't write like that. Like, I kind of like retold the story and I was like, okay, so this happened and this is why, and this explains this. And like, there was a lot of stuff that like, if I took out like half of what I wrote, that's all they wanted. They just wanted straight, straight answer. And I was, I never learned like that. There's always an, like a way to write it, you know? And yeah. that in itself took me a while to adjust. Um, sleep. I'm going to keep going on and on. There's a lot of things that I could talk about when it comes to postgrad, but a lot of it relates to college and high school as well. But it just, it, and, and, and also what was different for me too, it was like, that was my first time away from home and I was also here by myself. So that in itself was a difficult thing to navigate on top of being in law school. I also had to learn how to be more independent because I was definitely independent undergrad, but I also still lived at home. Like I also still had my parents, you know, pick me up or you, John, pick me up from school, drop me off or whatever, because I wasn't driving at the time or, you know, like I had, it wasn't as intense as it was because I wasn't even on campus. I was living in, in my first apartment. Like it was just so many different changes happening at one time and also navigating like post-grad. Like it was, it was completely different mm -hmm. for me. And then obviously now I'm in my master's program, which is online, which is slightly easier, but also it's not because I feel like it's even more of a task for me to be on top of my work because I don't have to worry about logging into a class. But I do know if I don't submit this assignment at the right time, I'm not going to get a good grade. And then the expectations are higher too. Like you can get away with getting like low B's and high C's. Not in these programs. You better come out with an A and a B plus. Otherwise you're on like academic probation. What? I'm failing with a B? Like how? You know? So it's Wait, I'm sorry. Run that back. What you mean you failing? Oh yeah. Like you with um at least with the program that I'm in, like you have to keep up a 3.5 GPA. Hey yo. Yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah. I don't like that. I mean, I like it, but I don't like that. 
That sounds I mean, like I, my I, nursing program. You gotta you gotta have eighty percent in the class to pass. Yep. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense in the long run because obviously they don't want people out here who aren't, you know, properly trained. True. So I suppose that makes sense yeah. from like a, a professional standpoint. It's just daunting because you're so used to like, okay, as long as I get a C, I can pass. But nah, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not like that in the post-grad world. Not at all. So I guess same question to you, Brandy, because you're also doing some post-grad stuff. Like, what's the, what are the big things, what are the big takeaways already you think you sh people should know? Stay organized. Get you a planner. Like, manage your time, your study time versus your work time versus your social time. Because if you're not careful, all of that can run into each other and you can you can stretch yourself out. So I would say just main thing is to stay organized. Okay, stay organized. So basically the things I don't do, noted. Um, all right, since we talk post-grad, oh, oh, you know what I want to ask? I want to ask about this whole online situation because I feel like, this can apply to not just post-grad, but pretty much everybody, especially since, you know, with COVID and everything, how it kind of shifted everybody's educational experience. So, Brandy, you want to talk about that for a little bit? Repeat your question, my bad, sir. Like the whole, the whole online college or online educational experience, because, you know, with COVID and everything kind of shifting how education is run and then now it feels like because of it it's like that's how colleges are colleges are kind of like gearing things now it's like more of a hybrid situation or an online situation so like could you give um, people some insight i mean it's much different than being face-to-face -face. um see me i like the face-to-face hands-on i don't like really like the online thing but um, it's not that bad per se, but that's just me. I, I'm a visual type, like a hands-on visual type learning in class type person. But um, you definitely have to stay on top of your work. Cause like Joe said, it's really easy to get distracted when, when you're online. Cause you don't have to get up and go to class or log into class, but you do have to get the assignments turned in at a certain point. And if you don't, then that's a, a big fat zero. Um, so that goes back to be saying stay organized. So you make sure you stay on top of your due dates, you know, what you got to turn in, um, which, what assignments, what reading assignments you have, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I wouldn't say it has gotten harder being online, but it's not necessarily easy, but, um, it's doable though. Okay. Joe, anything to add? Uh, yeah, honestly, um, online was like 70% of the reason why I left law school when I did. Um, because that was extremely hard to navigate. Like I'm a, I'm an audio visual learner. So for me, I can't do online 
lectures. I can't do online textbooks. Like I can't, like I need to like physically see you, physically see the book at the same time. Like that's how I learn. Um, Cause I make connections to what I hear, to what I see. Um, so for me, when it came down to being in a online lecture, it was like, it was very hard to stay focused. Like I'm in my bed, like I'm comfortable. Like it was just extremely difficult. And I just couldn't, um, it was very hard for me to like learn anything. Like, honestly, I'm gonna be very hundred percent honest. Like I couldn't even take my finals that, that year. Like when we went a full semester, cause I know like COVID started and we were at like the tail end of one semester. So that was pretty much easy. All I was really doing was finishing up like my final um, like assignments or whatever for like legal writing or um, like, I think I was in like a trial advocacy. So I had to do like a trial or whatever um, and then take my final. So that was easy to navigate. But when we went back and I started a full semester and then I was working full time at, at the same time, that was extremely difficult because I'm in lectures while I'm at work. I'm not really fully paying attention. Um, there's so much happening around me. And even when I adjusted my schedule and I came home for lectures, it was still hard to sit there and want to listen. I just worked from eight o'clock in the morning to you know whatever time I got home. And then to sit to, through this lecture, like that was extremely difficult in itself too. So it just became very, very hard to understand what was being taught to me. And then having to do like online textbooks, like I like having the physical copy of a textbook versus like, even if I print it out, it's not the same because it's just, I feel like it's just a bunch of paper. Um, but it just, it was a very, very hard adjustment for me personally. I couldn't quite learn like that. So when it came down to like taking the finals, I was like, I didn't learn nothing. Like, I don't remember nothing that was ever taught to me. I don't remember anything that the teachers ever said. Like I was completely, completely lost. And I was just like, you know what, this, <laughs> this ain't it. I'm not. And then, you know, again, at the time they weren't sure what was going to be happening because they were still, you know, it was like phase two or something like that. So like, they weren't sure if they were going to do school again. And they started this hybrid situation and you could, it was just way, way, way too much for law school. It was a lot to be online for that. So I was like, look. I'm gonna come back to this at a later date. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. The the one time I tried online classes, and this is back in my undergrad, mm -hmm. I remember it was just like I was very bad at it because I'm already somebody who like I need mm -hmm. proper deadlines. Yeah, so, like if I'm dependent on me to get my work submitted on time, like okay. it's all getting done like right before the deadline. And that's horrible, yeah. but like that's 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 always how I've been. Like from the time I started school, like I would literally mm -hmm. like there were days when I was in like high school, I was doing homework literally in homeroom. That was me. So yeah. to I can't imagine like full on graduate school, post grad, whatever, doing online work for everything. And then with online textbooks too. Nah, bro. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't like online textbooks. It's really hard for me to follow. Yeah, like and I'm being honest. Like I'm sorry. Mark your page the way you would like to. You can't mm -mm. Like, turn can't back highlight. and highlight and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, they have those options, but like it's not the same as doing it with a physical book. And, and it's like, true because honestly, like now again, I know I'm in school online right now, which I'm I'm grateful for the program that I'm in, but it's also like 
hard to navigate as well because yes, we have those deadlines. So that helps me keep me on track. I know for fact I have assignments due Saturday, Monday, and Wednesday. So I know, you know, what I have to Saturday. do. Oh yeah, homework is due Saturday. Um, so I know, you know, what to um because the schedule is weird. Like the week starts on Tuesday and it ends up, I mean, the week starts on Thursday and it ends the following Wednesday. So it's Ooh. weird. But anyway. So that in itself, but honestly, like I've been in this program for almost a year now. I have not read one textbook for this program. And that's mostly because like, I just, I sight read. So for example, like we have discussion board questions. So I'll go into like, okay, if it says like, you're supposed to be on chapter six, seven, eight, I'll go in and like find whatever is related to this particular topic to answer my discussion question but outside of that i'm not reading this textbook one because it's online i can't read online and two there's no type of like there's no accountability for me to read it you know because it's not like we have to like submit notes it's not like you know what i mean like it's not no. like we have any type of assignment that requires me to have to read this book so i'm not gonna read the book <laughs> but Honestly, sounds like any assignment, really. Like, I feel like we telling these people like all the horrible things about school. To be fair, though, like a lot of these things are things we've been doing since high school. Because I don't know if y'all know or y'all remember, but Cliff Notes and Spark Notes were definitely a thing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I know they still using them now. So Spark Notes, Cliff Notes, Quizlet, all of that stuff. Trust oh, I still use Quizlet. That's old trust. Yes. Right there. <laughs> it's, it's only gotten better now. Like all these online programs to be able to help people do their homework without honestly reading the textbook. I'm not gonna lie. Quimby took me through law school. I paid for that. That's how much I was like, look, I, I'm gonna get all these case briefs. I'm gonna pay for this. That is a okay. Like normally I wouldn't, but I paid for Quimby. I was not playing. First of all, you gotta do what you gotta do. I want to come back to this textbook situation because can we talk about the fact that college textbooks are way too expensive? Too expensive. Way, way, way. It is not included in your tuition. That's the biggest scam ever. Right. That that's not even the biggest scam. Honestly, the biggest scam is college tuition in the first place. Let's start there. But. You know. And the fact that you gotta take out loans if you can't, because your mom and daddy make too much money. They make too much. They make gotta pay out of pocket. Right. They make too much money for you to get financial aid, but they don't make enough money for you to go to school. So you got to take out the loan. Exactly. Make that make sense. But this textbook thing, though, because I remember, I remember, I'll I'll never forget my freshman year of college, getting ready to buy textbooks, and I'm like, all right, you know, because because you know, because I don't know if y'all remember how they they like basically give you like this little breakdown. Of how much everything should cost when you start, mm -hmm. and then you get to the textbook section, and then it's like, uh, the math That's is not mathing solution. here because we should budget like two hundred dollars for textbooks. The textbooks definitely cost like a thousand or more. Facts. Before I found Chick, I paid <laughs> close to nine hundred dollars for textbooks my freshman year of college. Let me put y'all on. Use slugbooks.com. Slugbooks.com changed my entire life. My a friend of mine gave that to me in college. 
use that website because that website allows you to compare prices to all of like the known bookstores. So like it compares it to Amazon, it compares it to, to check, it compares it to um, like all, all of them. I can't remember all of them at the top of my head, but there's like six or seven like book websites that they compare all of the prices to. So you can find the cheapest one, either you're going to buy it or going to rent it, but you don't have to spend like it'll charge you like $200 at the campus bookstore, but you can find it for a much cheaper price for like 30 something dollars. That saved my entire life until yeah. law school. Because <laughs> half of those books was not on there. That I was like, and I feel like some of these companies do that on purpose because they know people are out here looking for the cheaper option. Mm-hmm. They're not going to allow it, you know? Exactly. So making this money. But shout out to, um, to Claters out here in Louisiana, that's like a law book bookstore. Like it's just mm-hmm. a bookstore for law books. That one helped out a lot of people. But I was still able, and then a lot of people, you know, sell their old textbooks, so that helped too. So I was able yeah. to get really good ones for cheap. Yeah. Do but not I'm be ashamed to get not, used textbooks, bro. Don't buy that stuff from the school. Thanks. Get yourself somebody who went through the class, took it, and was like, all right, I'm done with this book. Nine times out of ten, they're gonna have notes in it too. So yeah. They can also help you. Um, but yeah, we talked about them textbooks. What else? What else can we talk about for college? Are we talking about specifically? Let's talk about college parties versus studying. Oh Lord. Can we can we change that a little bit? How about studying versus free time? Because no, let's keep it real. Because in college, everybody's gonna start with a party. I'll say a good ninety percent of college students go to parties. All right, I don't I don't know the statistic, so I'm gonna just go with you on that one. But all right, but I I get where you're coming from with the free time thing because it's it's your choice of what you do in your free time. Because I know for me, like I didn't party in in college. But me and my friends had some real fun adventures. I'm not gonna lie. Them oh, adventures be them, them adventures be interesting. I feel like yeah. the image is that all college students do is party, and I feel like that's not a good image. Like, yeah, it happens. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna it's, say it's it true. doesn't happen, and it happens a lot. However, I feel like we gotta if if we don't, we gotta keep it real while also keeping it honest. Okay, let me rephrase that. Then mm-hmm. let me rephrase that going on missions going on these adventures just being lazy procrastinating mm-hmm. versus studying mm-hmm. you got a test you got a test coming up thursday but um your friends want to go on this adventure what, what do you do the adventure is kind of fun kind of kind of interesting but you got a test this thursday what you gonna do so i had and looking back on it is so crazy but my me and my friend group was like organized to a T and it's so funny and mostly because we were all kind of in the same boat um none of us lived on campus which was what I loved about the college that I went to like we had a big um like commuter program so there was a a lot of people who didn't live at the that the school so we were able to meet people like kind of in the same boat as us so a lot of us we would come to school and go back home but within that friend group like we we had each other's school schedules so we literally had this big calendar and every semester we would always input our class schedule into this joint calendar for all of us. So we knew, okay, 
we never even had the call or text each other. We knew if it was one o'clock, such and such is in class. So we know he, he or she, we don't have to worry about them, you know? So that worked out for us. And we, we planned around all of that. We had lunch together. We always knew because we had like this thing called free hours. So from 12 to 1, majority of the people were not in class. So when she had free hour, we all got together and we had lunch together or we would we were big on like potlucks. So like whenever we knew Fridays was pretty much a chill day for most of us. So a lot of us only had like one or two classes. So we would after most of us finished by like 12 o'clock, we would stay to like one, two, three o'clock or whatever and just have these not really parties. I wouldn't call them parties. But they were like these hangouts, these get-togethers. We would like book a, a, a classroom and we would turn music on, eat a bunch of different foods and just play games with each other and have fun. Like that was like the majority of my college experience. Sometimes we would go out to like local restaurants. Sometimes we even went out of out of the state because, of course, D.C. and Virginia was like super close. So you can be there like in an hour. You know, we did that that kind of stuff as well during the day. You know, obviously, sometimes we skipped class two and did that, but <laughs> that, that was pretty much, you know, our thing. And then we also took classes together. So that kind of helped us like navigate. Like we just we really like stayed on top of each other, even though we were all in different majors. We still kind of like worked around kind of all of our interests. Like we still were able to make it to club meetings, like all of those things, because we just we knew each other's lives pretty much. Well, I wouldn't say me and my friends were that organized, but it's, it, it's been times that I chose going out to do whatever, open studying. Big facts. Um, <laughs> it was times where we were out doing something and we didn't come back to the room till about like four or five o'clock in the morning and I had to get up for an eight o'clock class to go take a test. Um, that was not fun at all, but... <laughs> It was I had to pay moment, for that. It, it, it was. Yeah. It was. It was fun in the moment until I realized, Randy, you got a test, and it was, and it's math, and you know you don't like math. So, um, <laughs> thank God I passed that test though. But yeah, that's just. It's been plenty of times I chose like going out and having fun or enjoying my free time over studying. Disclaimer: gonna... Do not do that. Mm. Don't do it. I was gonna say we, we I think we definitely all have stories of like doing being reckless with our time on, on college campus. Time is everything in college, bro. Also, uh, let me throw yeah. this out here. Don't always listen to your friends when it comes to pick classes. Hey. <laughs> because what Pretty I will say is I and I'm I'm a shout out my best friend right here. I did not have to take that economics class and I took it and I failed. Oh, I didn't need it. It was not necessary. Class. What were you um, taking an econ class for? Because we had to take two math classes and one everybody, most of the like the social science majors, we took statistics. That was a hot mess too. Ooh, I um, hated statistics. But, but I passed it. That's all that mattered. I passed right. it. But then like for my second math class, I didn't know what to take. So a lot of them was like, oh, well, we're all taking econ. We could take it together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we failed it, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, a, no, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm gonna just pick my own class. I'm gonna do algebra again or something. I don't even think they had algebra. I don't even know what I did. I think I took econ twice though because I did not want that on my record that I failed it. This girl took econ for no. But way. I was like, I listened to my best friend to cream, 
And yeah, I feel like that was. Man, you called her out, white man. I did. I feel set up. <laughs> Never doing that again. So Honestly, yeah. I don't know, but, but like, I feel like I feel like that's on you though, because who told you to take econ? Granted, I mean, she did say it. But like econ, yeah, you ain't had no reason to say no econ of all it the was on me. Econ, it was on me. It definitely a hundred percent was on me. But again, I thought you know, oh, I could definitely do this. Like my friends are in here. Like we got this. So college students, make sure you read your course requirements before you pick a class. Yeah, even if all of your friends are in there, if you can't do it, don't do it, please. You don't need that type of headache. Like, it's already a class you don't need, and then you finna take it anyway and fail? I mean, I needed it for the requirement, but I, I had other options. Yeah, like, you needed a math class, not yeah. necessarily econ. So that's all you, bro. That was a setup. Um, Let's see. What else? Ooh, 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 ooh. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Um, Time management. No, we already talked time management. Mm -hmm. Clubs. Yes. Like, let's talk about that because I feel like getting involved, and this could go for, for college and high school, I think. Getting involved is like, I think it's easier in high school, harder in college, or maybe the other way around for some people. I think, and I also think it depends on the school you went to also. Yeah. Because like, I think for us, because we went to, to UMBC, the commuter lifestyle, I feel like it's harder to be involved in organizations when you're not living on campus? Some of them, yes. I feel like there was a lot of organizations that I wanted to join, but because like they met like seven, eight o'clock at night, that wasn't an option. Right. Um, but, at that point. Yeah, there? but I did end up finding, you know, organizations that I fell in love with um, that met during the day, like Splash. Um, yeah. So that was good for me. Um, but let me skip to high school real quick because we do have a lot of like younger people. Um, when it comes to like organizations, clubs, all of those things, I think when it comes to high school, it's all about building that like college resume, I feel like. Um, and most of it is, I personally feel like it's being as well-rounded as possible. Like I feel like a lot of times people are so focused on the academics that they forget the extracurriculars when it comes to school. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to like those admissions and like the admissions interviews and all those stuff, they always ask you questions about things outside of your academics. Yes, you have amazing grades. Yes, you passed the SAT and all of that stuff. But they want to know what are you doing, not just at school, but what are you doing in the community? So those, that's why, like, if they tell you about them service learning hours, actually go out and do something. E even if you don't do it for the full however many hours you're required to do it, I think ours was 70. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't do that particular task for 70 hours, at least be out there and doing something. Because majority of the time, like, that's what's going to set you apart. Because when you do those admissions essays, those are the sources that you need to pull from. Not You, you, you can't pull from... Um, you know, I had this class and it was really difficult, but I ended up passing like, okay, cool. Like that's a good experience, but they want to know like how you affected somebody's life, like volunteering at a soup kitchen, volunteering at a homeless shelter. How did you impact society? That's what I feel like a lot of these college essays um, are, are really looking for. Mm -hmm. 
you know, because they want to, um, like I said, they want to see how you're different. They, especially the school that, that, um, that we went to, like, I know our president was all about diversity. Yeah. So he was very big and we were a very diverse college. Like that was the first time that I was ever around, you know, like obviously we had like black and white people that we knew, but we, you know, we, we had like the Jewish culture back home in New York and, you know, at, in my school, it was predominantly black. My middle school was predominantly black. My high school was predominantly black. So we had like other cultures like here and there. But when it went, when it came to like being at UMBC, like I met so many different people, like all of my friends, which I didn't even expect to happen. All my friends are from Asia. Like that wasn't anything that I expected to happen, but it exposed me to a culture that I wasn't familiar with. You know, like my best friend is from Pakistan. You know, like that's a culture that I didn't have any type of experience with, but it's a culture that I learned about. And it's a culture like the we learn about each other's foods. We learn about each other's holidays. Like, you know, so it's it's all about that well-rounded experience because you're going to come into the world and be around all of those people. And a lot of times, and I hate to say this, but a lot of times people don't even realize like how how much that can affect you later on in life. Because I, I actually realized this in postgrad because I took a class recently about bias. And, you know, like for me, like when it came to like black and white bias, it was pretty much even because I've been around white people. I've been around black people, but I didn't even realize how ignorant I was to cultures outside of that because of lack of exposure. Mm -hmm. And that's what life is. You know what I mean? Like if I if I didn't have the frame of reference that I had with my Asian friends, I wouldn't have been able been able to understand certain experiences that they had and be able to draw from for example and i hate to, to, to go into this i'm sorry i'm we going i'm gonna i'm gonna bring it back but for example um something like 9 11 right yep i talk about that all the time because of my personal experience with it because same. we lived in new york literally you know? same but then i took this i took this class on bias and i it didn't even make me realize the other experience, my best friend who's Muslim had a completely different experience when it comes to 9-11 because now she's ex experiencing discrimination. No, nah, I remember, I remember. And I think, I think it's also because I'm older than you that I remember, yeah. like, I remember literally witnessing how people's minds flipped. Yeah. so fast mm -hmm. when it came to like discriminating against people from eastern southeast asia and from the middle east and stuff like that and i was like like it was literally like night and day and i'm like wait a minute wait a wait a minute like right the the the, the joke culture and the and the like the hatred and the yeah. and the the fear that literally of these people who Y'all were just friends with y'all were just friendly with the other day. Mm -hmm. And like all of a sudden now they're the enemy. Now all of a sudden they're evil. Now all of a sudden it's right. like. But I, I say all that to say it, this goes back to what why extracurriculars are so important. It's all mm -hmm. about having a well-rounded lifestyle. It's all about experiencing things outside of the norm for your culture. So knowing what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes like that's all about having a well-rounded experience especially going into college you don't know 
who's going to be your roommate. You don't know who's going to be in your classroom. Like you don't know what all these other people's experiences. Some people are coming from out of state. Some people for, are coming from out of the country. Like there's a lot of people's experiences that you are going to run into. So I think having that exposure early in high school or whatever is going to, to honestly help you navigate college because it's going to help you honestly to not be ignorant. I remember one time, I remember one time I had a friend who went to an HBCU and obviously I went to UMBC, which is not an HBCU. Mm -hmm. And one of my friends called herself a POC, which is a person of color. Mm -hmm. And he looked at her funny, thinking that she wasn't allowed to use that term. Mm -hmm. But she is because she's a person of color. Right. But because you don't have that experience, you think that that's weird, but it's not. Mm -hmm. Because you're not around these people. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. So it, for me, it's all about like exposing yourselves to things that are outside of you. That helps you a lot to navigate college and navigate life in general. Agreed. Brand, so Brandy, we gonna, I'm going to throw the question in your direction. Extracurriculars, fam. Getting involved, both college and high school. Because really, because like Joe talked about the the the... The fact that your high school extracurriculars kind of like steer you into college, whereas your college extracurriculars are just you spreading your wings. So anything you'd like to share in that regard? I agree. It's not a 10 recommend. Um, I do encourage um, high schoolers and college students um, to join some type of extracurricular or organization. Um, college, whether it be your student union board, um, that's basically you're in a known for everything that's going on on campus. You basically plan things on campus. You work close with the um, student, like the what is it called? Student council. The what I think it's a different term for college, but I don't know. Um, basically, like y'all govern. Yes, SGA. Mm -hmm. Y'all basically they basically govern everything that that involves the students. Um, I know at the college I went to. They were basically in charge of planning homecoming events, um, just random events on, on on the campus for the students to stay involved. They have like certain clubs for, so like if you're from out of state, they have like some of my friends are from Texas. They had a, a club called the Texas Club. Um, Wait, because, Texas Club? Yeah, and they had a a, 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 a club from people from Detroit, Michigan, they had a, a, a Michigan club. It was basically for people who, who were not from Louisiana, who basically didn't know anything about Louisiana, who um, basically helped them feel at home or something or something like that. But uh, as far as high school, you know, there are some clubs you can join that will help you, that will basically get you involved in college. Like, you know, like... Um, there are some specific extracurriculars dealing with your grades. Is like, is it um beta club? I don't know, but it's certain types of clubs that you do like in high school. Societies. Yeah, under society, yeah. all of that, that that will help you actually get further in college. But I definitely recommend joining the extracurricular or organization, staying active. That would that would, it would it would really help your 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 school your school journey, college and high school. I second that. SGA changed my life. Honestly, Student Government Association was the best thing. And on, what's crazy is my entire like undergraduate career, I was like, man, I don't like SGA. 
And then I, I yep. became friends with a bunch of people who were in SGA. And then I think it was like my junior year. It was like, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And like, I started getting involved like slowly and slowly. Like next thing you know, I had positions in SGA and I was like, oh, this is nice. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so that was me. Even if you don't like have a position, I would definitely like say be on top on somebody's team or because we had like different, you know, organizations within SGA. It's like we had like a diversity team. We had a disability team. Like be on even if you're on like those like smaller teams, like I think even just doing that, it, it goes a long way. I say that's one of my one of my regrets and from mm -hmm. um, from college is not actually joining the student union board or um, running for SGA or something like that, because. Not gonna lie, the friends I was with, they thought it was lame. Mm -hmm. Like, you really want to do that lame stuff? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But now they see what I see. Like, oh, that was actually fun. We should have did that. Yes. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Another reason why I don't listen to your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that girl on TikTok. I'm gonna see for myself, please. I'm gonna see for myself. <laughs> in certain things, though, don't see for yourself and everything. Sometimes you do have to listen to to yeah. Reason. Yeah, because I ain't gonna hold you. I speaking as someone who wasn't really involved in anything in college, like I really did not get involved in much of anything. And that's definitely something I look back on. It was like I could have done more. Like, mm -hmm. like, yeah, I hung out with people, yeah, I spent time doing things like outside of class, but to say I was involved in an organization. Like I think maybe my last year of undergrad, I was uh, I was in the Caribbean Students Club on campus, which was Yo, cool. they was lit. They were, they were. It was like it was like Black Student Union, but better low key. Yeah, um, it was lit. <laughs> and so, like finding finding clubs that are right for you too. So I know we talked about like high school clubs are really important for like looking good on your college resume, but I feel like we need to talk about the other side of that, which is like mm -hmm. getting involved in things that you enjoy doing because it's not all about your college resume. Yes, do things to look good for colleges because colleges, obviously you want to get into college, hopefully. I mean, if you don't, that's cool too. But if you want to go to college, obviously looking good for colleges is great, but also do things you enjoy doing if you don't go, if you don't, if you choose not to go to college route, I would say pick a trade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely pick a trade. Yeah, pick but, something that you can focus on. But even, but even, even with all of that, like get involved in clubs that do things that you enjoy. Like if your high school has a drama club, get in that. If your high school has like, I don't, I don't know if high schools still do this, but like shop club or whatever, or like. Like I, I know our high school had like a robotics club, like we had mm -hmm. all types of things. For all, whatever you like to do, there's hopefully a club for that at your mm -hmm. high school. And if not, you can start one. Don't yeah. think that you can't mm -hmm. start a club at your high school. Because you it's can start one at college, really too. Easy. Yep. It's really easy. Especially in high school, it's really easy to start a club. You just all need you an advisor. Yeah. Just tell a teacher that you're like, hey, I'm about to start this club, and they'll sign whatever paperwork you want. Yeah. Like, I think you just need, like, a certain number of people who want to do mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And then just get a teacher who's willing to be there with you. It's mm -hmm. easy. Like, I think we started like my class started like three or four clubs before we graduated that are still mm -hmm. going to this day. So yeah. if if it's not a club at your school, start the club because nine and then that'll look good. Just that on its own will look good because yeah, definitely, definitely. the school. 
Yeah. You know? Did we talk about resumes? I know I had a technical issue and I cut out, but did we talk about resumes? Um, I talked a little bit about it. I was just more so talking about like, yeah, like just being able to have like well-rounded experiences on your, on your school resume more so instead of focusing more on the academics, like they really do look at the extracurriculars. They look Mm -hmm. at the things you do outside of school a lot. Mm-hmm. So I know people don't think that resumes are important in high mm-hmm. school, but they really are. Yeah. Because so, like they're the beginning. They're the beginning of your career, honestly. Most definitely. Which is kind of annoying, but it's just a fact of life, you know. Like college is going to be looking at what you you were doing in high school. And I will say this too, like, I think a lot of times in high school, and and it's okay if you do this, but a lot of people put so much emphasis on like choosing your career path then. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. I mean, if you, if you know, without a shadow of a doubt, this is what you want to do for the rest of your life, more power to you. I wish you the best. Shout out to you. (laughs) Yeah. But what I will say though, like, and this is the beauty about college college is really a place to find yourself it really is and a lot of times like we're so stuck in this bubble because of our experiences in high school that we think like this is the only lane for you to be in and it's not like college is a real journey and if you close yourself off from that experience you know it's not going to be beneficial to you at all like in high school you know, I, I, I'm thinking like I wanted to do so much with my life. Like I know for a fact, like I wanted to be a lawyer. But honestly, up until college, I thought I was going to medical school. Like literally, I changed my career path the summer before college started, and mm-hmm. because I was planning on going to certain schools specifically that had like a good science and medical program, so I was getting ready to go. Um, I was getting ready to go out of state. And from there, I realized I don't really want to do this. I don't like blood. I don't like needles. Like what I look like being a doctor. Who am I going to help? Not me. Not these kids. (laughs) So I was like, I got to choose something else. And it was because I was so stuck on this. I have to choose now ordeal that I felt like I was limited in what school I could go to. And that's really not the case. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. I mean, shoot, you want to talk about changing your major before college. How about changing your major in college? Did that too. I've, I've done that. changed my major like three times since I started college. And that's the other thing. Don't feel like once you change your major, it's like, oh, I got to stick to this. Granted, if you do have to stick to it to us in a sense. Because mm-hmm. it's like, because the, 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 the more often you change your major, it's the more often you're going to have to shift the kind of classes you take. Which yeah. may ne- which may necessarily extend your time in college, but that's right. just a fact. Like, if you know if you know there are certain things you want to do, if you're if you're unsure, go to college as an undecided major. Yeah, like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you can do that. A whole bunch of general education classes, so that way, if you start if you if you start figuring out that path as you go, then you can be like, all right, I can declare my major and I can start taking these specific classes 
The only reason really why people choose their major when they start as a freshman is because they want to start their their you know their major classes early. And sometimes that's great. And sometimes it kind of puts you in a hole, like Joe said. So yeah, like I honestly wish I knew that. That's one of the things like I wish I knew before going into college. Like I didn't have to because I I thought that I had to be, especially because I knew I was going to law school. So I was like, well, the only thing law related that they have here is political science. So that's what I'm going to do. And I took my first political science class and I was like, this sucks. Mm -hmm. I don't like this. I want to learn this stuff. I was like, no. So then I started like researching um, like law school stuff. So like LSAT scores and all this stuff because they had like a pre-law program. So I was just like doing a little bit of research. And I found this article about like majors that score the highest on the LSAT. And guess what it was? Math. Hmm. It was math. And I'm sitting here like I'm and and political science was like number 18. I was like, what? What am I sitting here doing this when I don't even need it? You know, I'm thinking like this is gonna prepare me and I'll be ready. And really, and that's and that's another thing I didn't even know. The L set had nothing to do with law. It just had to do with like reasoning and like problem solving. It wasn't like there was no like law questions on there or anything. I wish I knew that because I wouldn't have spent so much time thinking that I needed to have all this law stuff in my head. I mean, it definitely did give you a little bit of a leg up because a lot of stuff you just kind of knew already going into law school. But it's not like I had to like major in it, you know, so that kind of helped me move. I want to I want to touch on two things. Mm-hmm. You talk about it. Them college entrance exams, the SAT, the ACT, the LSAT, oh, all of that good that's, stuff. Ugh, that's exams, y'all. Waste of time. It is a waste of time. Like, you have to take them. Don't get me wrong. Like, boards require them. You got to take them things. But realistically, these tests do not matter. Because <laughs> like, once you get into college, they do not care. Well, no, I take that back. I take that back because there are certain programs in college that do uh, look at your AP scores, like the nurses, like the nurses program. Yeah, but Ramblin, look at your score. But once you get in the school, it it's a requirement. Matter. You got to have a certain ACT score to get into the nursing program. So, right. like, you can okay. So for Grambling, you can get into Grambling with an eighteen on the ACT, but in order to get into that nursing program, you have to have at least a twenty. And if you don't have a 20, you have to retake the ACT or you have to take another type of uh, test to, in place of the ACT. Okay, so I will say this then. Take advantage of the standardized test practice that you get in high school. Yes. Because at my high school, they started us off from freshman year. In certain, yes. Depending on the classes you took, they were like, hey, True. you want to practice on these SATs? We yeah. call them ACT prep. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember my freshman year. So because I was in, so the high school Joe and I went to, it was like the smart kids, and then we had, we were split up. I think we talked about this in a previous episode. AP. Like we had, so we had three, we had three tracks in our high school. We had B four, A course. I guess B course, A course, AP ingenuity. That's four. But I mean, ingenuity was the AP course. AP no, it wasn't because I had AP classes and you had I was AP not classes, but you were not in the AP track though. Oh well, whatever. Like, but anyway, point is, so for those of us who were in the ingenuity class, they literally started us on SAT subject tests in freshman year. 
So if you get that opportunity, take it, especially because a lot of these high schools now will pay for you to take them. So take them. Granted, if you got to go pay for these tests, don't do that. But yeah, if yeah. if they give you if if because a lot of uh, some high schools, I know our high school credited us for taking them. So you didn't have to pay for the exam. Um, so take them because there's no reason not to. It's just going to help you to take these exams when you actually need them. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to talk about because we talked about this whole um, like the, the the what did we talk about? We talked about choosing your career when you're going into college. So I want to talk about community college yeah. because I know I know for me I remember. And I don't know if it's the same for y'all, but I remember being told that community college was like, oh, you going to community college? Why are you doing Ooh, Yeah. Like, it's like if you go to yeah. community college, somehow you just you just not as smart or yeah. like you just, you, you just didn't you're do beneath. what you were supposed to do. Community colleges are beneath uh, yeah, four It years. was like you couldn't get into a university, so you're going to community college. And I really want to dispel that because... First of all, a community college is just your gen ed courses for a four-year institution anyway, for the mm -hmm. most part. So realistically, going to a community college is just the same as going to university. You just go into another institution first. And I will say community colleges are a whole lot cheaper. Facts. Facts. So if you if so again, for people who are not sure about the, t the path they want to take, community college. It does not hurt you. It is not a bad place. Do it. To be honest, since I did graduate from a, from a JUCO, I would, I would recommend if you are, aren't already sure about going to a four-year or you don't already have a four-year plan, I would, rec I would recommend going to a community college first. Granted, okay, community college is basically all of your prereqs. Um, you graduate in two years. Um, when you get, and then when you do get your associates, you start, you start, and you do transition to a university, you're already a junior. You already got your prereqs under your belt. You might have to maybe take two or three more classes, and then you're in your degree program. What you're going to school for, you're in your degree program. And right. you can knock that out in however many years it takes. But I recommend a community college first. But of course, y'all make your own decision to do what you want to do. But that's just me. That's my advice. Right. Like I'm not knocking anybody to went, who went to university first because at I all, did. I did as well. And things happened. Then life happened. <laughs> yeah, life happened, and then I ended up going to community college, and it was honestly the best, the best thing for me. It was. I still got a degree. Facts. But I'm working on another one and then another one. We getting you degrees know. on degrees on degrees in this family. Joe, anything to add? Um, I mean, I didn't have that experience, so I can't really talk about it. So, but um going back, because I feel like we spent a lot of time about college. I want to like focus on high school a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, especially for my kiddos entering into high school, um, for my freshmen, um, be careful. <laughs> yes. 
be careful. That's a that's a big. <laughs> yes. And I say that to say there are going to be a lot of stories. There are going to be a lot of things that people tell you, oh, the sophomores are this and the juniors are this and the seniors are this. Like, take everything with a grain of salt, but also, like, really work on, like, navigating this thing on your own. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have friends. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't bond with people or whatever. But when it comes to high, like, high school is like a... It's, it's a whole other ball game and you just really have to be careful because honestly, it could make or break you. High school is very, very important um, to be setting yourself up to for the rest of your life. So just be careful of who you hang out with, who you're around, the teachers you take, you know, like just, you know, don't necessarily feel like you have to follow the crowd. Don't necessarily mm -hmm. feel like have to be the most popular person um you know like just 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 get through it you know and get through it with with those those one two three four good friends you can be cool with everybody you can be social you can be friendly but they don't have to be in your inner circle mm -hmm. find your inner circle and find them fast in high school that's what i would say find those people freshman year that's going to stay with right. you till senior year, honestly, because that's those are going to be the ones like those other people yeah, with you just because y'all are in the same class or whatever. Yeah, we don't need that. We need those mm -hmm. core, those core three or four people that's going like ride or die and out with you like that. I found that in high school and one of them I'm still friends with to, to this day. Um, shout out to Vicky, but find those people who are really going to be in your corner in high school. Cause yeah. that is really gonna keep you honestly for those whole four years. Yeah. Like I was lucky because my high school, we had this uh, program called the summer bridge. So like between mm -hmm. leaving eighth grade and starting freshman year, like they had this like two weeks before your freshman year where you like, basically it was like, welcome to this school. Uh, Here's how it's going to go. And you get to meet people you were going to start freshman year with. So, like, I literally, I was able to get those people mm -hmm. before freshman year started. And I'm still friendly with all of them to this day. Like, mm -hmm. like we still keep in touch all the time. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, finding those people is really important. Like, I, I know, and I know a lot of, a lot of, a lot of kids have their parents is like, you're not in school to make friends. But you kind of are, though. Like it's part of it. It's it, going to it, happen it, regardless. Yeah. Like, I like school is for education, but school is also for socialization. Like, yes, you're not going to be a well-rounded person if you don't socialize. Agreed. So yes, focus on your schooling, but find some people you can get along with because doing school alone is like doing life alone. You yeah. don't want to do that. Yep. And and I know it sounds crazy coming from grown folks saying that high school can make or break you, but it literally can. It can. It high can. school, high school, looking back, high school was kind of scary. <laughs> For like, it was it was a little bit. It was a little bit scary. Like I got through it and I got through it, I can say relatively well. But mm -hmm. 
high school was a scary, crazy, intense four years. Nah, my school made singing gear sound like it was going to be the worst thing ever. Like that's how they made senior year sounds. Senior year was fire. I don't know. What, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't right. know. That's what I'm saying. I love my senior year. Senior year was fire, bro. It's yeah. It, they just made everything sound like it was going to be just this big old scary place. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that bad for me. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. It wasn't that bad for me. Like granted, I will say my senior year experience is different to a lot of others because for our school there was no you leave early. Because our school, we had classes, we had a, we had a full schedule our senior year. Because our school was like this extra special. Oh, you you can get your Maryland State diploma, but if you get the Poly diploma, you lose all that in a bag of chips. Yeah, you get two diplomas so, from our school. You took your you took your whole four years and you went to school for real yeah. all day senior year. Yeah, See, we so, we had a thing where, but it started junior year, um, where we get to leave school early but we get we got to go to this um thing called the tech center but that's if you were taking like cna or phlebotomy or you were doing some kind of like was it it has something something to do with um criminal justice i can't remember the exact name for it but Mm -hmm. um we got to leave school to go do that um for my senior year i thought that was the best thing ever because that really that really kind of shaped what i wanted to do which is become a nurse I got to do CNA junior year. I got to do phlebotomy and EKG senior year. So, um, and I actually got certified in all of that. I could have worked as a phlebotomist after I graduated high school, but I decided to go to college. Um, so yeah, I just feel like that was that was that was good opportunities. That leads mm-hmm. me into another thing. Take advantage of anything your your high school offers. That's like oh, college and they gave you college like, credit. Yeah, like, yeah, that, that kind of thing. Like, there's there's a lot of college prep, college like. Like I think what what was it called? I know my high school had like research practicum and stuff like that where you could mm-hmm. literally work as a college research student while you mm-hmm. were in high school. And and I think we also had like, you know, other like you could take college credits while you were in junior and senior year things like that. So, mm-hmm. if you're able, take advantage dual enrollment. Yeah, like dual enrollment type things. Take advantage of those things because they'll help you. And it's never too early to start preparing for college. Like I would say, do you start doing your research on on college? It's maybe sophomore year, yeah. sophomore junior year. Start. Don't wait till your senior year because that's when everything starts hitting you at once. Mm-hmm. Start researching colleges. I would say sophomore year at the, at the at the earliest. Um, and, and 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 to piggyback off of that, I do want to talk a little bit about the whole like picking your college thing. Um, because I know like a lot of times people are like, go where the money is, which don't do that, which I, I understand a hundred percent. I understand, you know, like going to the place that's giving you the most money because you don't want to be in debt, all of that stuff. But honestly, college is a life choice and exactly. it shapes you. You do not want to pick a place that you are not going to feel comfortable, Ooh, that you are not bro, going to be welcome, that you are not going to enjoy the environment, the people. Like you're living in this place, you know, like you're not going to just pick a random state just because, you know, they offered you 
money. You have to know if you can live there, if you can afford mm -hmm. to live there. Like, there's so many other reasons as to why people choose to move to a state in life. So the same thing applies to a college. Like, it's it's literally, it feels like you're in, it feels like you're in 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 a in a um a community. You know, so when you choose your college, you have to make sure you factor in all of that. You have to factor in student life. You have to factor in um, cl what classes are like. You have to factor in like the different um, uh, racial and ethnic groups that surround you. Like all of those things matter when it comes to picking a school. So like, yes, it's good that these people are giving you scholarships and, and blessing you with all that money. You don't want to come out to college debt free, but you also don't want to drop out of college early because you can't. Mm -hmm keep up with the environment because the environment is too hectic for you because the environment is not comfortable for you. You know what I mean? Like all of that stuff matters. Don't worry about picking the high school that your boyfriend or girlfriend is going or college hey. boyfriend and girlfriend is going to. Don't worry about picking the college that your friends are going to. Like don't do that unless you feel that this is a good environment for you on a personal level. Like don't let other people influence your decision. You are going to be in this place for the next two, four, six, whatever, however many years. I, will also, my I will also say if you aren't good with money now, you might want to start learning how to budget and save your money. Cause when you get to yeah. college is it's very different. I learned how to stretch $40 for like two weeks, <laughs> but I'm saying, yeah, really, you really need to learn how to budget your money and how to spend your money and how to save because you're going, you're going to need it. And, and don't play those refunds only checks. last for so long. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't play around with the refund checks, y'all. Like they, <laughs> when you get to like the second half of the semester, not the year, the semester, and you realize you blew your uh check on uh campus food. He ain't got <laughs> not even just what? campus food, but I know somebody what? who got five racks back and blew yeah. it all in two weeks on clothes and shoes, and yeah, was hungry the next that. week because don't they ran out of. Yeah, I know it's a good amount of money. You probably never had that before with your, your high school job or whatever. Don't do it. Coming don't from, do coming it. from somebody who was at that place, if we you in don't hear anything else. Invest that money now. Please. If you don't if you don't take heed to anything else we say to you, we're telling you to learn how to budget your money. Save your money. Beautiful. Budget, Ignite. save, and invest, please. Like even they be if it's making a couple, you feel a couple good. dollars, a couple twenties. Put it in some stock or something, because it you could sit on that and it'll it, it could come it could come in handy in a pinch. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when you get the refund checks back, yeah, I understand. You know, you want to spend some you want to spend some money. I mean, you could take half and use it for spending, but put the rest of it up. Put it up. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah. Put it up. Put it in a savings account right now. If you already know, because I know you already know. I think a lot of people already know by now how much they're getting back. Yeah. You know, plan for it now. Like, hey, this is how much I'm going to put towards this. And this is how much I'm going to put away. Because yeah, because for me, like, mine, mine paid my rent for post-grad. So when I got my refund check, I put whatever was for rent and then i was able to like budget the rest and spend this so i didn't have to worry about and this granted my parents like still helped me out and stuff like that but for the most part like i was able to sustain myself because for me with law school you weren't about, allowed to have a job your first year so yeah, I remember you, that. You, you gotta figure out your money <laughs> so 
for me, that refund check kept me the entire year because I had to make sure my rent was paid. I had to make sure I had groceries. Like, granted, I didn't have a car, so I didn't have to worry about those types of bills. But I had to, um, you know, I just had to make sure, like, I could live. Like, I wasn't driving, so, like, I had to, like, take Ubers and stuff, like, wherever I needed to go. Like, that was part of my budget. So even though I didn't have a car, like, that was still part of my transportation budget. Like, I had to factor all of that stuff in. So, like, that refund check helped me, you know, be able to live the entire year because I couldn't have a job. So, yeah, just make sure you know all of these things because they, yeah, that refund check be making you feel like you rich, rich, and you made it in your life. <laughs> and it makes, you know, you look at your account, it's like, how did I spend five thousand dollars in one week? Yeah, Thanks. yeah, it can happen. It can, it happen. can happen. So please, then, like, when you when you feel like you you. Um, you get their refund money back, you don't have to eat in the cab, so you go eat out a lot. Yes. Yeah, and then when that money run out, you back eating in the cab. You better yeah. eat some ramen noodles. Budget your money, love. Budget your money. Yes. But yeah, y'all. It's not all that bad. All I would say is it's, it is what you make it. So just make the best out of it. Go in with the right intentions. And I promise you, you'll be fine. Facts. Like, at the end of the day, school is a good time. Like, school can be a great time, but don't don't let. I would say, don't let the bad outweigh the good about school. It's it's all what you make it. Yeah. Whether it's you, you decide how it's gonna go. All of that. I mean, it's it's cool to have your fun, but. Make sure you stay on top of your grades because Yo. going out every weekend not gonna save your GPA. Man, what? Skipping class ain't gonna save your GPA. Mm. That too. And it's when and when you're in college, you you don't have to worry about asking your mom or daddy, can you skip class? It's like, oh, I got an eight o'clock class. I don't feel like going. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go tomorrow. It's it's really easy to so just not want to get up to go to class. Next. Even when I wasn't living on campus, we skipped class. So yeah, speaking from experience, it's very easy to skip class in college. Very easy to skip class. Don't very make easy. it a habit because it's please very don't. Easy it's it's to make it very a habit. easy, and it's very easy to fall behind. And it's and mm -hmm. you fall behind quicker than you can catch up. Mm -hmm. So it may understandable like once or twice, you know, because you need to take mental health day, whatever, get catch up on some things. But whatever. don't make it a habit. But you don't need to be skipping class like every week. Like, mm -mm. Right. don't do that. Go see that professor. Right. Oh, there is this unspoken rule though that when you get in college and your teacher don't make it there within fifty minutes, start a roll and go home. Facts. I still use that rule. <laughs> Facts. I still use that rule to this day. If, if your I'm teacher an with you and you don't show up in fifteen minutes, bye. If your if your instructor, your your, your professor, your lecturer don't make it in that class and within fifteen minutes when that class starts. Mm -hmm. Start a roll, go back to your dorm. Uh, and it used to kill me the professors that would they show up at the 14th minute, bro. The 14 minute 59 seconds. You literally be so, waiting. And the roll is already around. going around the room. And you yes. will still leave. Oh, I'll be so mad. And that professor like, walk in the door. It's like, for real, though. Some people still leave, though, and be like, oh, oh well, bye. Like, and we've like, had you, the professor. Because like, I know these professors know this rule exists. Mm -hmm. They know. They, no, they would tell us that on the first day of school, going over the syllabus, they'd be like, if I'm not here 15 minutes, start a roll and you can leave. But I be had I had a, a professor so so petty. He 
he came in at the 15 minute mark and the role was already halfway around the room he took the paper and took roll off their paper and said let's start class that's what i'm saying some professors are petty they know and they would come in on, late on purpose <laughs> I, i'll see you tomorrow and then try to make it be like oh y'all don't care that's why y'all leaving nah y'all you don't care about our time. time sir ma'am you should have made it here on time right Oh, another another thing. When you get to college, take advantage of office hours. Go talk to your professor during those office hours. It, it it'll help you out a whole lot. I, I I would say I wish I took advantage of that more. Yeah, agreed. Oh, I was in my teach my professor office every day. Look, ma'am. Mm-mm. <laughs> She wasn't a good lecturer, so I had to go to her office to get a good understanding of a lot of stuff that she was not teaching. It wanted assignments was, done, so. My issue was I didn't like talking to people in the first place. So to go after class to talk to a professor one-on-one, was a, it wasn't happening. You taking up my free time. Like, if your GPA on the line, you would go. Look, I know that now. I'm finna yeah. send you an email. <laughs> no, I would do that. No, hands down, I would do that. Like, I would normally would send an email. And there were some classes that, like, I think a lot of my site classes, you were required to meet your professor before, like, the end of the semester anyway. Mm -hmm. So that worked out for me. Like, I didn't have to, like, actively go out of my way to do it. Most of them would, you had to meet with them at one point during the semester and you would schedule that on your own time. So that helped for me. But, yeah, I definitely, like I said, wish I did that a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, y'all. So we School can... is back in session. School is back. Let's get it. We yeah. got things to do. Things to do. We got grades to to make. We got degrees to have. Degrees. I want to be at all y'all graduation. Thanks. I we want an invitation. Not just degrees. We got diplomas for those of those who are getting for high school. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Do we have any seniors at Full Gospel? This we got year? a couple that just we got a couple that just graduated high school. I know Amari just graduated. Amari just graduated. Lillian just graduated. I think we got a couple more. Uh, I'm gonna say Jada. Jada is going to her eleventh grade year this year, so never mind. Yeah. But yeah, we still want to see them, 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 them graduation invites, college, high school, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say we had, we saw, but they did a little thing. Was it this past Sunday where they call everybody who was going back to school? Yeah, a lot of people in school at Full Gospel, like from 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 kindergarten all the way up to post grad. There was a lot of people in in school right now. So school, there's a lot of people in school in general. So just mm-hmm. y'all just. Make it happen. You know what I'm gonna say, guys. Pray for me, cause it's, uh, I'm. This is just the first class, and I'm already stressed. And it be like that. And I got a testimony, Jesus. You will definitely be in our prayers, sis. <gasps> but yeah, like I said earlier, it's gonna be worth it in the end. Sure will. Okay, so in honor of going back to school, for our hotline today, we are going to be playing a little bit of this or that back to school edition. Okay? Okay. We give you two options, and you're going to tell me this or that. Okay? So, sure. First option uh, 
front row or back row? Front. Back. Mm. Front. Yeah, I'm okay. telling you, you will retain all the information easier. It's, 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 it'll be easier to not get distracted in the front. If you're in the back, you're very easily distracted. I think it depends on one, your learning style, and two, which level of education. I mean, that's true. That's true. But I still prefer the front. Okay, you said which level of education. So what does that mean for our high schoolers to our college students? If you're in high school, take your tail to the front of that classroom. <laughs> well, no, because there are some. You're just there's... getting into trouble in the back. There are some high schools who actually do assigned seating, so you don't always get a choice to sit in oh, the yeah, front of back. I never got a choice. If there isn't assigned seating mm -hmm. in high in your high school, then sit your butt in the front yeah. or as close to the front as you can get. Because yeah. in high school, you know you're just getting into trouble if you sit in the back. Yeah, with you know the class clowns sit in the back. Mm. <laughs> but in college, I would definitely say sit in the front. I'm not sitting. Unless it's a lecture hall. I ain't sitting in the front of the lecture hall. I'm, I'm not. I refuse. If it's a regular classroom size? No, yeah, I need about, to see the entire room. I'm, I'm sorry, talking about like, like the big lecture halls. I'm sitting in back. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I'm not sitting in the front of the classroom. If it's, no, if it's the big lecture halls, I got to sit like in the middle on the end. Okay, well, yeah, the lecture halls, that's different. I'm not going to yeah. go all the way down to the bottom to sit in the front. I'll <laughs> sit, like, midway. Regular I'm classrooms. I'll sit in the front in regular class. I'm sorry. I'm a middle-of-the-universe And it also depends on the class, too, because if it's a class where I haven't really been doing the work, like, you're more than likely to get called on if you sit, like, close to the front or very much in the back so like that's why i try to be in like that middle area because like sometimes you get overlooked in the middle area i was gonna say i'm a middle of the classroom kid when yeah. it comes to like regular classrooms like i'm gonna sit right in the middle okay. so you know i'm here but don't well, maybe i'm just a nerd i like to be in the front that's okay i get all the information that is a-okay it's probably why i need glasses right now <laughs> Well, yeah. Second option, group work, independent work. Independent. Independent work. I hate working with other people, and then you got to pick up the slack for somebody. One person who don't want to do their work but want to get the credit. No. I'll tell you the only time I, I, I stopped, I liked group work in high school because we were all about it. Like, we were getting mm -hmm. it. College, we got to college, don't give me group work in college. Because, mm -hmm. first of all, I don't even know y'all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, for me to like, I I gotta get people's numbers and I was just about to say that class and all this like no, like no. in high school I didn't have a choice. Like once we had to do group work, if, they, if the teacher assigned group work, we had to do group work. But like in I really don't like people. I'm sorry, I don't like people, so I'm not gonna work in a group of people. Randy, we are that's, that's awkward. We're not allowed to not like people. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I'll take that back. I don't, it's not I don't like people. I'm an introvert. I like to say to myself. Mm -hmm. So it's just awkward talking to, talking to folks. Oh, I agree. I agree 100%, which is why group work was not for me in college. Give me the independent projects. I will work by myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Like right now, this class that I'm in, and I cannot believe this is happening, but this I'm in this class now that's about um, group therapy. Mm -hmm. So we have to work in a group and do group therapy sessions. And not only mm -hmm. do we have to work with other people, but these people live all across the state, the country. 
So I'm working in different time zones with people who Ooh. are different. like that's a lot. It's it, we literally stayed on the phone for like an hour trying to navigate when we having our next meeting because mm. everybody got other stuff that they got to do. Oh wow, that's, that's complicated. Hard. I don't know why they thought that that made sense, but it didn't. Okay, so, that's that. Okay, um, take a quiz or write an essay. Either or. Quiz. Quizzes are short and simple, Quiz but I also me. like writing. Quiz me all day. Depending on the topic. I do not like writing essays. It depends on the size of the essay. I do not like and writing. And it depends on the topic. I'll do both. Because yeah. for me, I feel like I have like quiz anxiety. Like I feel like everything like leaves my head when it comes to a quiz. But with the essay, like I feel like I can finesse that, you know? Oh, you can yeah, always finish the essay. Huh? You can always finish the essay. Exactly. You can't finesse You can add quiz. extra words. You can't finesse a quiz, either right or wrong. No, the, the reason why I don't like writing essays is because I am very to the point when it comes to writing. So you when people, well when they're time. like, hey, you got to have this number of words. I don't have that many words. I'm That's telling you what the answer that. is. This is the answer. This is why this is the answer. I don't need to say anything else. So when you ask me to say other things, you're getting on my nerves. I'm done writing. So quiz me <laughs> all day. I don't care. Don't ask me to write an essay. Okay. Which is probably going to be terror on me when I go back to school. But okay. for now, do not ask me to write an essay, bro. I don't. I don't want to do it. Sorry. Don't want to do it. Uh, okay, so do you work best day or night? Mm. I work during the day, so I say night. Okay. I'm a just want because that's when I have time. So fair, but I'm definitely a, a daytime worker. Like being able to do my work during the day, like my homework and stuff. 100% I would rather work during the day. I would rather work through the day, especially now that I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, let me get my work done during the day so at night I can relax. Yeah. I don't I don't want to be I don't want to be out here working. The sun is down, the lights are out and I'm working. No thank you. I'm a night owl anyway, so I stay up late. So I really feel like that's the only reason why I'll, I'll be working at night anyway. Because I'm up anyway, so I why not do nothing productive? Okay, I'm going to do like a couple more. Um, reading or math? Reading. Math, yeah. math so aggressive. I hate math with a passion. <laughs> math, bro. Give me numbers. I will read for fun, but give me math. Statistics gave me hell. I passed it with an A, but it was not easy getting that A. Statistics I hate math. I will give you that. Statistics is not easy. Mm -mm. You passed what with an A? You passed statistics with an A? I did. Dang, I wish we went to school together. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I barely made it out of there. That's crazy because I passed statistics with an A too. 
I bet y'all, I don't even want to hear. I barely made it out that class, bro. I was surprised I did. I was surprised I got an A. I don't me and Matt did not get along. Sure, me and Matt got B with a C. I'll take my C and run. Please get degrees. Thanks. Is that right there? I don't I don't even remember nothing. I just remember that was like graphing. That was the worst part. It was like in the word problem. Yeah, it was like lines. It was like numbers that did there was this chart that had a bunch of numbers on it. And it was, was it like, a line graph. It wasn't a line graph. It was like, I can't remember what it is, but I just remember it because we use it on the exam. It was literally this chart with a bunch of numbers on it. And like if you solved like a certain onto the chart to find like the number that it associated with and that's yeah, how you yeah, got yeah. The that like chi square stuff yeah i don't know what oh, it that. was bro. i was thinking slow me out y equals mx plus b no nah, that's algebra i could do that <laughs> no nah, I, rem I remember exactly what you're talking about i remember that stuff yeah that right there was i don't even know i don't know but i'm so glad i ain't gonna take stats no more that that, that just throw that whole class away but nice math for me, bro. All okay, mm -hmm. art or PE? Who? Art or PE? I can't draw, but I show hate PE, so I I draw stick figures. Art class. I actually, I'm not really athletic cool whatsoever. Well, no. Okay, I take that back. If it's middle school PE, what we did line dance and like the yes. first semester. Yeah, I'll take that was a universal thing. I really felt like it was because we had a that substitute. Was a lesson plan. I did not know that. But okay, that loose, Cupid Shuffle, the Electric Slide, all it. We used to do like the Soldier Boy dance. We used to do that every single time. Nah, every time. Lit, middle school PE was lit. You know, I think they was getting us ready for them school dances because the oh, same line dances we did at P would be the same dance, the for same real. line dances with them school yeah, dances. <laughs> definitely prepping y'all for that. Yeah, hands down, middle school P. And I went to a like... Caucasian school, so mm. you know how that goes. No, anyway, I don't. Anyway, <laughs> would you prefer computer work or book work? For what? Oh. It depends on what for. Okay. Because, like, for example, like math and stuff, I need to write that down. Doing yeah, math on a computer math, is yeah. so annoying. So, I would say, okay, I would say substitute teacher, would you prefer to get a packet or would you prefer to do computer work? Give me a packet, bro. Okay. Because yeah. literally, we're going to get on the computer and what we're going to do, we're going to play, like, play games all day. That's play what we did in my computer class. Thanks. Like, yeah, I remember, assignment. We had computer classes. We were literally just play, we were either playing games or or doing random research, watching YouTube videos. That's this what is, we did. Back when YouTube was my free. computer class in middle school was lit. This is back when YouTube was like really just getting hey, started please. for real. And I missed that YouTube. YouTube was wild back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was no censorship at all. Like everything was on YouTube. True. It was wild. So YouTube was YouTube was was a weird place back in the day. Like it wasn't it wasn't all it wasn't Hollywood. YouTube wasn't Hollywood when we started when YouTube started. It was too much now. YouTube is so Hollywood now. 
Like they do the absolute most. Like you, you, you basically got to be a movie director to be a YouTuber now. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just pull up your phone camera and be like, "I'm recording a video." Right, and then it's so crazy because I just I remember so many YouTube videos that I used to listen to and they're no or watch and they're no longer on there. I know yeah. it's a heartbreak sometimes. And like, remember that guy who used to do the funny accents? Yes, man, I miss that dude. And I can't find his YouTube videos nowhere. There are so many things that used to be on YouTube that aren't there anymore. He used to like call restaurants and have these random. Yeah, he was a prank caller. This dude was hilarious. You're talking about the cockroach dude? Yes, the cockroach yeah. is flying around. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that dude was hilarious, bro. Like, oh my god. I remember oh one time he tend to have like this uh, really, really thick southern accent, like this. Texan and he was ordering, I think his order from like a taco place or something. Yo, this dude was so funny. Anyway, okay, I'm gonna do two more. Okay. Um, get up early or go to bed late. Go to bed late. Go to bed late. I hate getting up early, but I have to. But I hate getting up early. I remember, I remember having an 8 a.m. lecture in college. Ooh, why did I, no. First of all, why did I do that to myself? Ooh, no. Like, granted, I lived on campus, so it was easier to go. You will not see me, campus but, or not. You will not see me. But when I tell you, so, so I remember, I remember being, I remember being told, like, you know, if you if you get up and you leave the house in your PJs, you dirty. Okay. This 8 a.m. lecture, I did not care. Mm-hmm. You will see me in my pajamas this 8 a.m. lecture because when I tell you waking up for this lecture was not something I wanted to do. Listen. It was literally a bunch of us. It was a physics class at that. Yeah, no, nah, you will not see me. I had to get up. 8, 8 a.m. classes in high school is not like 8 a.m. classes in college. Correct. You do not. Learn that now. Like, don't if, do it to if, yourself. If you have to, if you absolutely you have don't. to, you don't I pray for you. No, because there are some courses like it's literally only one section. That's true. I ain't taking it eight in the morning. But all it. I'm gonna say is take advantage of early registration, get your classes Back. early. Back. And if that's if that's the only section that they offer and you don't need that class, you better find a substitute. <laughs> <laughs> or take it next semester. You don't need it. I'm telling you, there's always another option. There's option B, find it. I'm but telling not. you, them oh, yeah, I, we forgot about that early registration for classes, y'all. Yes. Take advantage of that. Like when, it, as soon as that thing opens, if you know the night before, like I remember, we used to like literally sit up waiting. Yes. Have, have, matter of fact, have your classes on the thing already. So yeah. by yes. the time it happens, all you gotta do is hit say whatever. Like clock where we would literally sit for real. We would make sure we get out of class early and we would sit in that commuter lounge and we would just be waiting. We put all our classes in the cart and we would yep. just sit in there. Like everybody was at a different button. time. So like this person will go first and be like, Did you get it? And then it's like, Yes. And then one person will be like, Oh no, I didn't get this one. So some of us will like go around. And like re- rearrange our schedule like okay well like since you didn't get in this cl- class we're gonna try again in this section like we literally was sitting in there like that was like the only mission for the day like forget classes 
like the class that we were already registered in, we was like, forget all that. We are going to sit here and we're going to make sure we are good for next semester. It was, it was serious. That was a big deal. Especially remember, when it came to doing picking dorms as well. I remember, yeah. bro, we broke the internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was so That's many people waiting to get certain type of dorms. That's mm. the other one. Class registration and dorm assignments, bro. Make sure you get in there. Yeah. Because if you don't get in there, you're going to you end up with, with trash. Like I remember, I remember when I was living on campus. Like we all wanted, like our freshman year, we all got along. Everybody who lived on our floor, so we were like, we living together next year. So we basically had to all sign up for dorm assignments at the same time, so we could all live together. Mm. When I tell you, we were waiting because it was like it was like a midnight type thing. So we had to be up waiting to be like, all right, we finna press this button. So make sure. You get your 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 living situation and your class situation solved in as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. you. So, go ahead, Joe. What's the next one? Last slide? one is going to be weekends or weekdays. For or what? Weekdays. Just weekends or weekdays. Weekends. I ain't got nothing to do. I do all my work during the week. I'm chilling on weekends. That's for me. That's that's hard because. My schedule is not such that I don't work on a weekend. So mm-hmm. I can't say that. Um, but I like a weekend anyway. Weekends, and I feel like we're trained to like weekends because that's how school works. Mm-hmm. But weekends some just. Some are off on a weekend. Weekends just feel more lit. But honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like, as an adult, getting off on a weekday. Bro. It's nice. That does feel good. It feels good and it hits different because like weekends they're all well and good but like half the errands that you need to run like have to be done by like 2 o'clock because everything closes. Yeah, but like not everything is open week- on weekends. Yeah but yeah. getting off on a weekday like you can knock off so many things. <laughs> so many on your yeah like weekday- weekdays hit different when you're older. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's such an adult thing to say. It is. It is definitely an adult right. thing to say. But it's true. So eventually you're gonna get there because a lot of young people will be like, oh yeah, weekends, we don't gotta do no homework or whatever. Yeah. But when you got a job, yeah. <laughs> weekdays being off on a weekend. for the weekdays. Like for me, I'll be off sometimes on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Man, when I tell you nice. that, Tuesdays being off, mm-hmm. oh my god. I wish I had the luxury to have a weekday off. Cause like I already, cause I I work the whole weekend, so I work Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So when I get to Tuesday and I'm off, oh my god! Bro. Yep, <laughs> it's so different. I waking up, I'm seeing the sun, and I don't have to go to work today. Yep, that's a different feeling. Well, all lines are clear. I think so. Amen. This is a nice little little interlude. Well, yeah, y'all. Anything else? We got any other advice? Life lessons? No, I mean, just to recap, for my high school babies, I would just say number one important thing, find your people. Find them early. And make sure you build a well-rounded career for my college people 
that's a life choice and everything you make in college is a life choice so have fun but don't party too hardy in college yeah definitely that and post-grad prioritize post-grad you don't experience it all so at this point you should know what you're doing but always ask for help that's my advice ditto a second but yeah y'all school is back in session good luck to everybody who is going back to school whether it be high school, college, grad, mm-hmm. whatever it is, we got this. We do. Even to our elementary, middle school kids, because you know they. Know. We love y'all too, baby. Yeah, of course, we love our babies. We do. Even our early childhooders. Yeah. We love all some, y'all. I saw kids. some pre-K pics the other day. Yes. Oh, they they too. They stepping too with their little outfits and shoes. For real. Like, right. I got more swag than the big kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw pictures did not look like that when we was kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Shout out to these. Like shout out to these new cell phone cameras, y'all. Facts. Because y'all looking real cute out here with these pictures, and we just look frumpy. Right. I had pigtails. Yeah. And snaggy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, y'all. <laughs> Yeah, that's it for tonight. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Thank y'all for tuning in. Of course, Again, of course. We're everywhere. Just click our link tree in the bio, select one of those links to listen to a past episode. If you're behind, catch up. Um, and we're going to continue with our our uh regular services on next week, regular our regularly scheduled program. Yeah, on next week with our yeah, we exciting guests, which we will not tell you about. Yes, yeah. we got big guests coming soon. We do. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited for. And I can't week. wait. So excited. So y'all better tune in because next week's tune episode, in. y'all, we got some fire guests. Yeah, I'm telling got, y'all now, y'all gonna love it. And these guests, bro, they coming. Yes. yes, I got good advice. The advice we can't give y'all. Right. Yeah, they got they got the calling the big guns, y'all. They got the juice, they got the sauce, they got all that stuff. Yeah. All it cooking. But yeah, uh, but yeah, as always, we appreciate y'all for listening to the Christian Call Center where Jesus is on the main line and we're online too. Good night. Good night, y'all. Ooh, if anybody can tell us where this song comes from. Yeah, shout out to y'all if y'all can tell us in the comments. Good night, y'all.